0: Welcome to the Pack the House Show, where we have conversations about sharing your faith as you walk through life with others. Here with Pastor Jason. Uh, we're still in the Keep the Faith series, and this week we talked about speeding up the process. And that was uh, based off of 1 Peter 2 1 through 9. And I'm just going to read the first part of that. Uh, which past, Pastor Jason preached on this last week, and we'll kind of dig into that a little bit more. Um, so it says, Therefore, rid yourselves of all malice and all deceit, hypocrisy, envy, and slander of every kind. Like newborn babies, crave pure spiritual milk, so that by it you may grow up in your salvation, now that you have tasted that the Lord is good. All right, so Pastor, you, you preached on this. So what what's kind of the main takeaway from these verses?
1: yeah so if you were able to tune in to the to the service uh, this past weekend you know that we talked about this idea of, of speeding up spiritual growth and how good growth is not fast or or speedy but in fact it's slow and deliberate and uh, we looked at that um the thing that Peter says about craving pure spiritual milk and and what would that be and what we talked about was uh Jesus actually points us to what are the the nourishing things for us that 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 grow us in our faith and we talked about um you know, spending time in His Word and receiving uh, the forgiveness of sin through His Body and Blood that He gives us, either in personal devotion or even you know moments like this as we watch on video, as we gather in worship, whatever that might look like for you, uh, those moments where you connect with God's Word and and receive His forgiveness. Um, and so then today, as we as we talk about how do we how do we take that <laughs> message that I preach eight times, uh, and how do we take that with us into the week and maybe even uh, share a little piece of that uh, with someone around us or use that to um, help point someone else a little step closer to Jesus. I really want to talk about, uh, not only we talked in in the the message about how we ourselves uh, grow through those things, but I really want to talk about how to recognize someone around us who might be uh, ready or receptive uh, to grow a little deeper in God's word, to maybe uh, take another look that they haven't for a long time or maybe ever. So Andrew, I know yep. you have a, a youth ministry background, right? So curious if you can kind of put that hat back on for us just for a moment. Um, and in, in your experience, um, what are the, what are the markers, I guess, of especially young people? What, what are the questions they ask? What are the ways that they interact with you that make you say, maybe this person needs a little yep. more of God's word? Well, or I, I would be, think that, be open to that first of
0: all, it, it's the fact that they are asking questions. Because a lot of times, the kids will, like, sure. especially in youth ministry, they'll want to hang out with you and get to know you and play fun games and eat pizza and stuff. Um, but you don't always have kids dying to ask spiritual questions and things like that. So anytime you have a kid who is asking those kind of questions, you could tell they're they're ready to hear more. Um, and a lot of times those questions are, hey, my, my friend is asking this way. What does that mean? Or... It could be things like that that seem almost frivolous, but they're they're trying to get at the question behind the question: um, What does this mean for my faith? Um, hmm. Why why does the world act in the way that it does? Why why did God create things this way? And I think they're they're just trying to figure out what their place is in the world and uh, where God wants them to be.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So a couple of things that I that you said in there that I really like. Yeah. There, I just want to want to pull on a little bit. Uh, the first is that uh, most of the time, right? And this is true of all youth okay. ministry, especially most of the time is the, the fun game, so to speak. What would you say is the ratio of like serious conversations? Uh, to, I would say it's, uh, it's probably time? like
0: 80, 20, 80% of the time they just want to hang out and be with someone who cares for them. Uh, then 20% of the time they want to dig deeper. Yep. But I, I think a lot in my experience, at least, you don't really get to that 20% unless you do the 80%. So like we were, we would take kids on youth yes. retreats and to like we would do Mex- Mexican mission trips and things like that. Um, and a lot of times it was just kind of like fun and hanging out. Um, but you don't get to the deep conversations unless they feel comfortable enough to have those conversations with you. And when you're in a Mexican desert for a week and a half together, you kind of get comfortable with each other. So we would find that what's that? I've been very good. By the way, That's fun. <laughs> I've been in that very desert.
1: <laughs> um, yeah, but that, you know, that's I'm so glad you said that because that's that's true for adults as well. When we when we think about, well, you know, why does it matter? Those who are who are watching, right? What does it matter if you if you get to know your neighbors? If you invite them over for a barbecue? If you if you wander across the street to talk on talk to them while they work on the car? Is yeah. that really ministry? And the answer is yes, because not that it's. Not that it's having always the, the super serious conversation, but that it yep. sets the stage for those conversations. And so even those interactions are are so valuable as opportunities for for opening doors or, or laying the path to have the more uh, gospel-focused well, know, conversations oh, later on.
0: I, I know I've shared have this other, before, I, I think in one of these videos, but um, one of the things my dad's told me before that really stuck with me is that um, in his job in <clears throat> the public school, Um, you don't obviously get a chance to talk about your faith all the time, um, but when you have relationships with your coworkers and things like that where they're just comfortable with you, when there are times that are uh, emotional or serious and people have questions, if they see you as someone who lives out their faith, whether they know what it is or not, they see you as someone who um, is firm in your convictions and you're, um, you're just steadfast, they they'll wonder why you act that way and they'll be be willing to ask those questions and then you can share your faith if you have that relationship already
1: it's kind of like when Nicodemus shows up to talk to Jesus in the middle of the night right and he says I can't quite put Mm -hmm. my finger on it but something is different about you the interesting thing is that Nicodemus goes away he doesn't he doesn't sign right on we see him we don't see him for three more years until Jesus is crucified and now Nicodemus is there to honor him and take him off the cross and, and to work in that process. And so it had an impact, right? Even though even that one conversation, even though we can't see it for a while, seed was planted, had, an, had yeah. an impact. So it can be the same for us. You know, the other thing that I want to talk about that you said that I think is so important, you called them, um, you kind of talked about the spiritual conversations, but sometimes the actual yeah. question, I think you used the word frivolous, um, mm-hmm and i would i would i know what you mean i would say it like this sometimes the sometimes the question that is actually a spiritual question doesn't necessarily sound like a, yeah, a theological sense. question is that fair yeah so let's let's if we can talk a little bit about about how to how to sort of tune our ears so to speak to hear uh questions that might not sound overtly spiritual or theological right. and to hear them in those in those terms what are the things that people ask or talk about that are um, underneath, well, I think a lot of questions.
0: the questions you would get are social kind of questions like uh, like how do you care for the people who are in need um, those kind of things Like, and the, I, I think the question behind that is how does God want me to serve my neighbor um, maybe they don't see it that way they just see someone who's nope. in need and they, they aren't so they want to help out um, but there's a deeper level I think to that
1: Absolutely. Yeah, definitely affirm that. And the thing that I would add to that is or the way to maybe go about starting to see the world in this way. Uh, the way I always think about this is what are the kinds of things or the kinds of questions or situations hmm. that we see Jesus yeah. uh, responding to in Scripture? So we see there, right, that he's talking to people who have questions about pain, questions about purpose. What, Why, why am I here? Um the language, the biblical yeah. language you use is a person of peace. And you said it really well. You said a person who likes to hang out with you. Uh, that's the person who might be receptive, right? And then listening for those those moments, those opportunities where they're asking the, the big questions, yeah. even if they don't sound like big questions. Why is the world like this? We know that as sin, right? What is my purpose? And we know that as identity and all those things. Um, you know, what should I do in my life? If I maybe have a, a major decision uh, before me, right, uh, and we would think about those in terms of vocation, right. we can put all the theology behind it, right? The point is that it it it, it usually doesn't sound quite like that coming out of the mouth of right. someone who who isn't yet a baby. yeah. I, I
0: really like what you said about uh, looking at what how Jesus interacted with people because he he didn't always go straight to the theological um, or. Or he would hear their their social questions, maybe, or their what their pains are. But then he would go around that to the theological. Um, for instance, the the paralytic, he they brought his friends brought him in, and Jesus immediately, instead of healing him, said, "Your sins are forgiven," because that's the deeper level that he Absolutely. the guy needs. That maybe he needs these other things as well, and Jesus is going to provide that to him. Uh, but underneath all of that is the sin that. he he has in his life.
1: Absolutely. And someday we'll have occasion to talk about how those two go together. Uh, But for now, I think this is a great great. stopping point. You feel good? All right. So that would be my recommendation for this week, right? As we we think about how to take this idea of growing through God's word to those around us is look for, uh, you said, Andrew, the people who like to hang out with you and don't be afraid to spend the majority of those interactions just hanging out but then look for those questions um, that we know are big, deep theological questions that maybe, though, present themselves in more kind of surface ways about about challenges or pain or purpose or or um, questions like that. Again, spend time, especially in the Gospels, looking at what Jesus does, how he talks, yeah, how he responds, so you'll be when ready when you're to, hanging out with people uh, and you can't people do- feel
0: comfortable with you, don't be afraid to talk about Jesus if, if it seems like you Especially if they ask, if they asked, that's how you know <laughs>
1: <Awesome>. <laughs> that they're open to it. Yeah, that'll well be said. great. Thanks. Can I close with a prayer? All right, Jesus, thank you for uh, the example you give us. Thank you for nourishing us through God's word, but thank you also for the uh, the the pattern it gives for how we can um, help others come to that same nourishment as well. We know it isn't our job to uh, to fix anyone or save them, but that you involve us in the process of pointing our, our friends and our neighbors toward it. So uh, simply ask that you would open our eyes and uh, give us willingness, give us words at the right, the right time uh, to uh, be a part of your plan for those around us. In Jesus' name. Well, thank you all for um, thanks, Pastor. Thanks. thanks, Pastor.
0: All right. Thanks for joining us for the Pack the House show. For more content like this or to connect with us, visit our website at cornerstonelutheran.church.